Hello, and welcome. Got any spoons? I'm your host, Anne. I'm not a medical doctor, and I don't give medical advice. I do share my personal experiences, tips, tricks, and life hacks of dealing with chronic illness, disability, and pain. And today I wanted to talk about organizing. As a spoonie with some medical complications, I find myself needing to organize a lot of medical stuff and to make certain accommodations for the organization of other items. I've had various friends come over to my house, many of them from uh, earlier, much earlier days of my youth from my hometown and things like that. And on various occasions, people will remark that coming to my house is like coming to the land of giants. And that would probably be because at 5'9", I am the shortest in the family. So when we're organizing just regular things, the bottom shelves of and the floor-like items don't exist. Uh, I have realized now going to a few other people's houses that our furniture does tend to be higher profile, off the ground, uh, maybe deeper um, to sit in. So I try to keep pillows and blankets because that's the other thing is not being able to regulate one's temperature. You never know when you're going to need blankets. But um, it's something that works for us, but I also try to make sure I have the accommodations for um, people who aren't quite as tall. And when we come to my furniture, uh, I always like to try to make it serve more than one purpose. So there's going to be storage hidden in most pieces of furniture so that I can more easily get to things. And also because a lot of times my medical stuff is used so regularly, it's just out and about. And when people are coming over, I like the ability to stash those away and an ottoman with some uh, storage in it is a great way to clear off the coffee table in a pinch. A few years ago, when my health was at its worst, we did downsize and we were lucky enough in our area to find um, a home that had everything I would need on the first floor. It's not a true ranch. Um, we do have a half a story upstairs where we have guest rooms, offices, uh, restroom, that type of thing. We also happen to have a finished basement and that's mostly for guests and for hosting as there's a wet bar down there. Um, but everything that I need, my bed, my medical supplies, the kitchen, the dining room, the laundry room, uh, all of that is on the main level. So I don't have to do stairs. For me to be able to keep up on laundry, um, and there's just the two of us in the home, but I end up changing my clothes more often than I'd like uh, for health reasons. And so for me to stay on top of it, I have to do at least one load, small load a day. And our laundry room does have the front loaders. And because of our height, we have the risers on them. And that has made it extremely easy. And the doors are hinged in a way where the one on the left opens to the left and the one on the right opens to the right. So I can transfer from the washer 
directly to the dryer. Uh, do not stop, do not pass go, do not click $200. Just keep moving. Um, with that laundry, we also have a rolling uh, cart that is able to divide our laundry into three sections. It's not a hard divide, I have to be honest. And as of late, I don't even put things in the cloth baskets because that requires bending to get the clothes out and get the clothes at the bottom. So it also has a bar that can be adjusted to hang clothes on. And mostly I just drape clothes over that. And like I said, I'm doing clothes every day or at least a load, it might be not be clothes. And it's a lot easier for me to get them into the laundry if I don't have to go digging in those bags. So uh, that's another tip. I can put the link to the bag that I specifically, the sorter that I use that has wheels and has the adjustable handle. Because um, if, if you're not able to right now, I would highly recommend when doing laundry that you have a system like that that can allow you to hang things as you pull them out of the dryer. It is super smooth. And then I can just roll it, roll that back into our room and hang up those clothes. I don't have to have them on my shoulder adding weight. I don't have to have them in a basket where they're going to get wrinkled. They just easily go from the dryer to the hanger and to the hangers in our closet. As I've mentioned before, having my own style of uniform is very helpful. Uh, there aren't a lot of different things to put away. We have t-shirts and leggings, and I do have one or two pair of jeans, um, underwear, and socks. But the socks are probably the kicker uh, because they're socks that I wear, compression socks, and then there's nighttime socks, and then there might be uh, the dog park socks. So that's kind of humorous in that I have these different types of socks, but what I've done is get one of those really cheap plastic, like waffle cone, diamond-shaped dividers, put that in my sock drawer so that I can keep them organized and easily reach for them and grab for them. I also don't go around the house without shoes on, so you would think it would be easy enough to put a pair of slippers by my bedside and I'd be good to go, but each time I go outside, um, then I need to leave those and put on different shoes for the outside. So I have uh, the door hanger that ha holds shoes and try to have slippers kind of at each station, at the front door, the back door in my room, because truly I, I can't walk without shoes on or I will pay dearly. So making those things accessible that I need, having a place for them. Um, my, my system is not perfect. I'm still working on it because uh, there's quite a few uh, shoes in my bathroom that maybe didn't make it to the hanger because I don't have the energy to get them in there again. But that's the idea. Back when I was taking the kids to and from activities or uh, picking them up in the school line because they weren't homeschooled the whole time, uh, I had a little portable desk, I guess. It wasn't actually a desk. It was more like one of those clip file folder things. And I put bills in there and I put the stamps and a pen and yep, a checkbook at the time um, so that 
if I was waiting in line for the kids or waiting for an activity to be done, you know, cause it's a half an hour lesson and that does not give me any time in the metro area to actually do anything. So I could pay bills, I could look at the calendar, I could write a letter if I wanted to. And that was just something that I could easily grab. I can still do that. Um, I'm no longer very idle in the car. I'm going to an appointment and usually not feeling great. And that's not a way to get things done. But if you are having appointments where you're in the waiting room a lot, Um, and you have the wherewithal and want to be productive. Uh, I love coloring postcards because I don't have to have a big brain to color, um, but I can just bring those colored pencils and the postcards that are coloring pages and then just write a quick, hi, hello. Yeah, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. That's a TikTok reference in Taylor Swift, I believe. Um, But it, it, helps me. And I really appreciate those options. You can find the coloring postcards on Amazon. Again, I can link to that and you can see the stuff that I used to have my traveling um, bill paying slash stress relieving postcard coloring system. If you're like me, you also know and are the keeper in your brain of where all things are in the house for your family which is great. Uh, It can also come to a head, (laughs) a very, a very uh, crashing head if you end up sick and people don't know where things go. And when I stopped cooking, for the most part, I utterly lost control of my kitchen and where I put things and where I didn't put things. One, if we had anybody in the house that was helping and putting away things than like the someone cleaning their house and emptying the dishwasher. They see the empty bottom shelves and they assume because they're empty, that must be where things go. And that's absolutely not true. But then I end up finding them there and having to bend or even get down on my knees to get them. So now that I know that that happens, I try to preemptively let people know who are helping me. Let's not use that part. Um, also I believe it was my son who purchased a label maker or at least after I purchased the label maker, he helped me get my pantry together. And the label maker is very nice just to give ideas in the, in my closet, in my drawers, like, okay, this is the t-shirt drawer. This is the, you know, jeans, this is the leggings and you can communicate to others so they don't necessarily have to be asking to be able to be helpful. Um, Along with that, packing. If you're packing for your appointments, if you're needing to go travel for um, different treatments, having a packing list on a document that's saved on your computer that you can print out and, and refer to has been very helpful for us. It has lessened the stress. Um, So I would recommend that. If you have dogs that are bigger dogs or even older dogs, you may have heard the advice that they need an elevated food and water dish, that that helps them greatly. It also helps me (laughs) in that we have a, a large container next to their elevated bowls 
that we can get the food out of, but it's not usually, the food's not full, it's not at the top. So um, we've created a base for that that elevates it another good 12 inches so I'm not bending as much to scoop out the food to feed the puppies and that helps. So if there's something that you need to be doing regularly and it requires bending to scoop or, or to do that, um, I would recommend elevating it. And they do have elevators, like these square pegs for furniture and things like that, but it doesn't have to be complicated. You can just put, I put a couple filing boxes underneath that were plastic. And yes, I do use those filing boxes, but on very, very rare occasions. So it's okay that they're under there. Also in the kitchen, in the area where the dogs are eating, I do have a long-handled broom with a long-handled adjustable dustpan for the quick and easy um, you know, sweep-ups of possibly dog food that <laughs> dropped out of the bowl. Probably my fault. Those guys don't really miss a kibble if they don't have to. Uh, but that helps me to keep things up, and um, I hope that it might help you. We are almost to the 15-minute mark, a little bit early, but we can break, take a break. And when we come back, I'll talk more specifically about our medical, my medical stuff and the organization of that, and hopefully it will be helpful. Welcome back. So when it comes to my medical supplies, I kind of have a rule that helps me, and that's that my medical supplies are not out in the open. Now, I did mention that sometimes things are left out, but in general, their permanent storage place isn't something that's going to be spied by someone just visiting the house. You're going to need to know me and you're going to need to get to places that are reserved for special folks. Um, the reason I do that is to try to keep that stuff separate. If I'm out in the living room or the kitchen, I want to be able to enjoy my guests, my family, my friends. So we do have two separated areas depending on who's in charge. <laughs> my husband puts my TPN together. So we have a dedicated fridge that we use. It is out in the garage and it does have an alarm should it get outside of the parameters of being a refrigerator. If it's too cold, if it's too hot, if somebody left the door open, God forbid, um, it'll beep at us. And he takes one of those inside each day at the kitchen table and he puts together my TPN. So in the corner of the dining room are the supplies that he needs, the tubing, the alcohol wipes, um, and the batteries and the mat and uh, a trash can and a few other things. Um, I think that if you looked at that, you, you might wonder why, what those things are for. But for me, it doesn't automatically trigger a medical response because um, it takes all of that uh, being done to make sense of it. So, and I can hide it pretty well if I need to, can just, it's a little corner desk and yes, it's on top or 
on the shelf, but there's a hidden like drawer compartment that I could shove everything into if I wanted to and just kind of get that out of the way and not be seen. For the part that I'm responsible for, which is the regularly timed medicines, we do have a small metal rolling shelf organizer and that has the flushes, the heparin, the uh, alcohol pads, the green caps, the scrubby caps, uh, and the medicines that I will need. Um, Those are in the top three drawers. There are five drawers. And again, the bottom two drawers, I don't regularly use. They kind of catch the uh, things that I have for a rare day that might need an additional support. Uh, So that's something, it usually stays pretty uh, stationary, stays stationary, but it doesn't have wheels. And that's because there are days that are really bad and I'm in bed or um, in the living room and just not moving real well. I can ask my, my family to get me things from that, or I can just wheel it to be closer to where I need it if they're not around or if I just don't want to bug people because self-sufficiency can be a big deal in the chronic illness world. I know that we don't want to be a burden to others. And so um, these are all things that I feel like help me stay independent and manage my health. Mobility is an issue uh, for a lot of people and mobility aids take up space. So I have a full-blown IV pole. I also have a pop-up pole that I can travel with. The big IV pole, I'm happy to say that I graduated from and don't really need it at this time. So it's not on the main floor because it's just a beast, a very helpful beast when you need things hanging from an IV because those little cheap ones, they don't like to roll. They like to tip. Basically, they're saying, just have this next to you. We'll hold your thing up high. Don't make us actually work. Um, So there's also a cane and I do put a quad quad pod type foot on it at the recommendation of the lady at the mobility store um, because having that quad pod at the bottom means that I can just stand that cane up beside me if I need to use both of my hands. And sometimes that does happen and I need the cane for when I'm walking but then I need to have it safely by while I'm trying to get things and I've stopped. Um, I do have a walker and that is usually closer to the, um, to the garage. And, and why? Because it's usually when I've been out and about and I've overdone that I'm sitting in the car and my body just starts to freeze up and get really stiff. So I'll, call my husband and say, I'm coming in hot. (laughs) And he'll meet me at the garage with my walker to help me in. We do have bars. There's one step from the garage into the house. So there's also a bar there to help me grab on Um, each of our bathrooms on the main floor. There's really only two, but they also have um, handicap bars in them as well. There are bars by our shower and our tub. Not that I get to use them all that often, but they're handy when I do. 
if you're at a stage in your journey, your illness or health journey, however you want to put that, that you're making regular trips to the hospital, uh, you probably already have a hospital bag. Um, maybe you need to make sure that's refueled uh, in case you need to grab it. But also, um, if not, you might want to turn that hospital bag into a natural disaster emergency bag or have both. Um, if you needed to leave your house for three days, what would you need in that bag to survive? Um, for some people, it would be a very large bag. Uh, I'm going to challenge and say it would just be the necessities. I probably couldn't put my TPN in there. It wouldn't stay refrigerated. But for that reason, I've worked with my infusion company to have some gravity drip uh, hydration so that I would have an option to at least get hydration um, should a natural disaster occur. In my area, it would be a tornado. It could technically be an earthquake. Um, I was shaken out of bed from one of those, which was really weird in Kansas. That was the oddest thing. Um, but the emergency bag would have uh, the the gravity, um, the tubing, the alcohol wipes, and the scrub sites, the flushes, and a few doses of my medication. Um, so that's what's there. Oh, it would also have to have a needle access kit. And that's another area that of organization. I guess I talked about my husband's side of things and then my side of things. We also have an area in our closet that has some of the um, back stock or just regular stock in that we don't keep it all in one place all the time. It would just be too much. So that rolling cart that I have does not have all the stuff that I need for a week of medicine, which I do get weekly deliveries. Um, so there in the closet is the other extra stuff. And uh, I think I kind of lost my track of the heart there. Um, but also the the bug out bag, the, the natural disaster bag, and also, there we go, the needles. We have um, port access kits, and hopefully I have at least two for the week, but then I have two in my emergency preparedness uh, kit, and that's important to have as well so that you can grab and go. If you happen to have a service animal or animals you intend on taking with you, if there were a natural disaster, you might want to make sure that in your uh, emergency bag, uh, you have food for them. That's, that's always a good one. If you have a loved one, your spouse, food for them is good too. Food for you is good. Maybe you're not on TPN um, and you need some safe food. Uh, let's put that in our emergency bag as well. If you happen to be overwhelmed currently with medical supplies, maybe your formula changed or you were, maybe you switched from a J tube to um, a port or, you know, lots of things happen in our medical journey that can change. You don't need braces. Um, you've transitioned from using crutches to using a wheelchair solely. Um, maybe, and you're wanting to 
not throw those things away. They can still be of use. Um, one, I would ask a home health care, um, if you have one, their offices or one locally, or if you live in a metro area uh, like I do, there is a mobile bus, a medical bus that serves our our houseless community, and they're always eager to get donations. Um, another place that will take donations of a lot, quite a bit of medical stuff, are the animal shelters. So, um, if you feel like you have an excess and you're wanting to uh, donate some of those items and just thin, thin things out to where they're manageable because things switch so much, uh, those are some options for you. Last but not least, we've talked about how much paperwork and um, stuff you'll get in the mail for EOBs and bills and insurance and, and things like that. I would highly recommend going paperless for a couple of reasons. If you're like me, I don't have a traditional mailbox. Instead, my subdivision has a mailbox like center. So checking my mailbox either requires me to remember on one of my you know errand trips that I need to stop and get the mail, or it's going to take a bit of a walk. It's not that long. It's about half a block, but it, some days I can do it and some days I can't. It also is like a P.O. box in size. It's, it's only like three by three. It can fill up very fast. So if you're able to go paperless with your bills, um, I would highly recommend that. Uh, if not, and if you are a paper girl, then let's have an organizational system that doesn't require a, a lot of thought kind of a dump and go, something that's high uh, off, the, off the ground so it's not going to be affected by, I don't know, little critters, uh, feet being kicked, that type of thing, and make it easy, accessible, and we can keep going. So I bet you you have some really cool tips and tricks and life hacks of organization. You probably have different medical supplies than I do, and I'd love to hear the ways in which you organize things because um, I bet it will help somebody else because we're not alone and you are loved. I am too. So if you enjoy the podcast, do me a favor, hit the follow button, share this with your friends, encourage them to hit the follow button, encourage them to reach out. I'd love to hear their story. I'd love to hear yours. My email is got any spoons at gmail.com. So see you next week. Thank you.